That you, Zach? I'm ready to record. Yeah, yeah, just uh, give me a second to beat this guy. Oh, is that the new Spider-Man game for the PS4? Yeah, it's great. I haven't stopped playing it since I got it yesterday. Ah, cool, cool, yeah. But, uh, you know, we got listeners counting on us to get this new episode recorded today. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know. I'm almost, uh... Got him. Okay, ready. Great. I gotta ask, is this game gonna cut into our podcasting time a lot? Are you accusing me of using my power as a podcaster irresponsibly? Because I got news for you, Scott. I did this for us. Hmm, I'm not following. Well, see, I bought the game through duelinggenre.com slash Amazon, which helps support the podcast at no extra cost. So wait, you can just go to duelinggenre.com slash Amazon and anything you buy helps support our podcast and it doesn't cost anything extra at all? Yep. In fact, anyone can go to duelinggenre.com slash Amazon to do their regular Amazon shopping and help us out. You can just bookmark the link and use it to shop like you normally do. Any of our listeners could do it right now. It's super easy and it helps us keep the lights on. Sounds great. I'm going to use duelinggenre.com slash Amazon right now to order my own copy of the game along with a few comics and Blu-rays I've had my eye on. Word. All right. Let's start recording. Get your Spidey suit on. Way ahead of you. Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where you'll listen to me now as we analyze and celebrate Spider-Man 2, one self-sustaining minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Zach Luna. Cash dollars for pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> Mr. Jameson, is that you? That's right. How's it going, everybody? Hey, can I get an advance? <laughs> Hilarious. I would love I'm three Phil. advances. And I'm Jake. <laughs> we are Welcome from back guys yeah thank you so much for having us again it's so great to be back we yeah. used to do a podcast a long time ago <laughs> about like two months ago we wrapped the matrix minute that's yeah. right and uh, yeah. we haven't really been podcasting since we did another podcast yeah. a personal podcast yeah, yeah, but in terms of minute podcast we haven't really yeah we're, we're, we're retired yeah we are retired mm. indeed and so this is kind of like for us it's a little bit strange yeah sort of. <laughs> For you guys, you get, you're so busy, you know, doing yeah. this stuff. And for us, it's just like, oh, yeah. Just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. So anyway, <laughs> thanks for having <laughs> us again. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Well, today we're talking about Minute 111, which starts with uh, Doc Ock finishing, repeating his uh, command to his arms. Listen to me now. Uh, and ends with yeah. Mary Jane seeing that Peter is Spider-Man. The big reveal. The big reveal. Can I just really quickly just make a disclaimer for uh -huh. you, uh -huh. dear listener of the Spider-Man Minute? Yes, Jake, you can. I uh, just want to say that I don't really know anything about Spider-Man apart from the films. Cool. So okay. So that's pretty much it. So the comics, very vague. 
notions <laughs> That's and all, right. all these different universes and stuff like that. I really don't know. I would argue stuff, that so. most people who saw this movie are in the same boat as you. So I think. You're okay, right. perfect. So yeah. Yeah. just to let you guys know. Okay. Yeah. I, I happen to know a little more because I used to borrow the DK encyclopedias uh, from Heck my library yeah. and just, you know, <laughs> yeah, I just, I just looked through all that information. So I know a lot about comic book stuff, but I have never really read any. <laughs> so that's a that's a strange I thing. It. So uh, <laughs> I yeah I I want to uh, start by saying, listen to me now is one of uh, the most frequented uh, phrases that comes into my my head very very often. You have no idea <laughs> like how the automatic often. quote. Oh, yeah. yeah, and when I and whenever I go like guys guys listen to me now, I always go listen to me now. Ah. <laughs> Listen to me now. We were just talking about now. that last week when the first half of it came up because our, our mm. previous guest said the exact same thing. So, yeah. and, really? and I said, yeah, and I, I do it too. I do, especially when it's, when it's a, a bunch of like rowdy children or rowdy dogs or cats. <laughs> I'll just listen to me now. It's uh, perfect. You just, it's so fun to say. And you know what? The other one, I just, I'm watching this minute and I'm just like, man, every line he says in this minute is so quotable, even out of yeah. context, like the, him saying, drown it. Like, I, well, I think, I oh, think yes. what makes these lines is the inflections yeah. that he yeah. uses. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, so like, I'll just stupid. be like, <laughs> you know, I'll, ordering ice cream or something and be like, yeah, and get some uh, chocolate syrup on there. Uh, drown it. Um, <laughs> you know, you just drown it in chocolate like, syrup. Yeah. So Alfred Molina is from the UK. The UK is yes. He? Is he British? Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I was just wondering because sometimes I you mean, know. Been, yeah, it's he interesting. He lived all over Europe, but his his family's British. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Because he I seems love... well traveled. <laughs> yeah, he's a cosmopolitan man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to say that I like when you notice that actors' natural accents sometimes sort of slip through the cracks. Are, are you talking mm-hmm. about the one that everyone's talk, going to talk about or which, has which talked one? about? Because I listened it? to that minute just like two days ago. Remind us, Which Phil. is dating this, uh, kind of telling you where what timeline we're on here <laughs> with the air times. Recording. Yeah. What's, no, what's the line uh, that you mm-hmm. were thinking of with it's, the it, <laughs> It's a terrible joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. Um, so this, uh, Zach, correct me if I'm wrong, but like in the art book we were reading, uh, mm. the the tentacles they were designed by the same person who did a lot of design work on um, on the Matrix, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so they had, uh, oh, I've forgotten his name already. Maybe we'll Owen put it Patterson in a note somewhere. Yep. 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 There That's it is. Yeah? Nice. Really? Oh, huh. yeah. What do you know? One. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's yeah. You well, can kind of tell sense. they look they look similar to um the 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 squid the squiddy guys. Um, That's right. Yeah. Once yeah. you said that, I was just you know I was just like, wait a second, there's a connection here. <laughs> that is interesting. <laughs> a little crossover there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then of course we have uh, we have uh, Mr. Bill Pope. Um, doing the cinematography. Oh, that's right. Bill Pope did this. Bill Pope. That's right. Yes. Which is interesting because I feel like, I don't know, to be honest, I really enjoy, I mean, both the cinematography and Spider-Man 1 and 2 I enjoy, but the first one I re- I think I like a little better. In the second really? Movie. really? What do you guys think in terms of cinematography? Oh, this it's, one it's I a, think is like way better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, sure. this one is more, I think, dynamic. It's a more dynamic mm-hmm. look mm-hmm. and a more cinematic, mm-hmm. I suppose, especially because the aspect ratio also is... Two three, two, five. two, three, five, right? Mm-hmm. But I think in the first one, yeah. what I like is that it's a little more 
you know, uh, vibrant little comic booky sort of, you know. It does feel co- more It's colorful. more friendly. Yeah. It's more friendly look. You know, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's definitely more no, about life speeding up on Peter Parker. So it's a lot of like golden hour stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think one of the, the things story. I think that's stronger about the cinematography in this film is, well, sure. But yeah, just like literally the, um, the effects are better integrated. And I think that's a thing that like, right. yeah. like Bill Pope knew better than anybody after doing the matrixes, how to, you know, the matrices, the matrices. I, yeah. Matrices uh, is plural, I guess. <laughs> that's yeah, what we weird. said. How to like, yeah. <laughs> well i mean the only reason a... that bill pope didn't didn't uh do the first spider-man movie he was going to do the first one but he couldn't because he was he was stuck in uh in matrix sequel hell for like right. a <laughs> year and a half um so he, <laughs> and then they were shooting those at the same time as spider-man so he didn't get to do the first one right right but uh, snagged him for this one hey. yeah that, yeah, that shot the of, of doc better, ock yeah. turning back to peter um yeah as he's like going to go destroy his machine, it is uh-huh. like that's that is just a gorgeous shot of cinematography. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always thought he was going to say something. Did you guys ever think that? Like, I always expect mm-hmm. him to sort of like say a final mm-hmm. line or, or yeah, something. yeah, brilliant yeah. but lazy, <laughs> just like. <laughs> Don't be lazy. He just says it with a look, though. You know, like it's. Yeah. I, I almost prefer it this way. Uh, I no no final to be to be yeah. honest, like that is the perfect. Um, you know, like the uh, shot reverse shot in this is mm-hmm. just wonderful. It says everything, and that's what film is all is is all about. You know, yeah. show don't tell. Yeah, yeah. It's it's beautiful everything. the way that the way that uh, <clears throat> the way that uh, Pope sort of plays with lighting to, uh, I guess you know because he's working with every department um, all the mm-hmm. time. Like that's what he's most known for is that he literally just will waltz into your department and be like, so what are you guys doing? How can I make my cinematography better, you know, with what you guys are doing? And Mm -hmm. so he, he goes into every scene knowing exactly like what the special effects are going to look like, what the sets are going to look like and everything. And he knows exactly how to light it perfectly so that everything meshes together. Uh, And he just nails it in this shot. Like I, Mm completely believe that that son is actually behind him yeah absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely yeah like like even if i can tell that it's an effect this is kind of, sort of a hard thing to articulate like even when i can tell it's not a real effect i buy it mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. because of how it's integrated mm-hmm. you know and and that's a I think that's the thing that people even slip up with nowadays when we got much fancier CGI stuff and whatnot, where things can feel like they're not existing in the same space. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, yeah, 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 totally. Like I yeah. think we all talk about the that one shot in Avengers: uh, Infinity War with um, uh, Bruce Banner and the Hulkbuster. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Right. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. completely the disjointed. Yeah, the attention to detail that Bill Pope has, and that that's why that's why he's one of the reasons why he's one of the best cinematographers. Mm-hmm. Imho. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's true. Totally. Um it's, so it's interesting. <laughs> For me this sequence always felt a little bit like a um uh you know, this is gonna sound bad, but I don't mean it in a bad way, like sort of like a stage play, sort of. You mm. have, you know, like the oh, set yes, pieces yes. and it's sort of like a dramatic moment. Mm. Yes. And, and because the lighting mm. is in some of these shots the lighting is kind of direct, I guess. They look yeah. like Fresnel's just pointing at Yeah, like the, you know, like on the sides of the stage yeah, like sort of the main character, like Doc Hawk comes up with his uh, tentacles yeah, and, and then starts, starts singing over Peter. You know, like Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he gets right to the front of the apron there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The power of like the you sun. Were brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, Things like this. 
<laughs> One of the other things that we've talked a lot about uh, this season has been um, the sort of the way that they've integrated uh, practical effects with uh, the the computer generated effects uh, to make everything just feel a little more of a piece um, mm-hmm. rather than, you know, just two people, two actors floating in a green screen. Uh, I, know. I, th- <laughs> I think that's why I love, though, when those things are blended like that. I mean, yeah. It really yeah. makes the difference. You know? Oh, for sure. Like one of my favorite bits here is when he gets out of the water and it just rains yes, water yes, down yes, on Peter. Yes. Oh, it's so good. It's just. It, it m- might be one of the best Doc Ock shots in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, and, yeah <laughs> for... correct me if I'm wrong. It's probably just um, Alfred Molina being um, pulled up by strings Let's... and then just kind of bobbing yeah. up right. and down in the air. And then they put the mm-hmm. tentacles later. And uh, just the exactly. blend of it is is perfect because you didn't have to film him separately on a different day on a you know on a green screen mm-hmm, and right. do things later and try comping it in. No, you just comp in the the tentacle and yeah. it really works. It and, just and oftentimes it. I think that even if it's done practically and it might seem like it looks yeah. you know wonky or something, it doesn't matter because it's real. It I think feels that's real, why yeah. when you watch a movie and it has something like that, you believe it. You know, versus just going full CG or computer graphics. You can make yeah. it look amazing in the computer, but you miss that tactile. You're looking at something actual. <laughs> True. Presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and plus the, they do a sort of a complex like camera move as it's happening that they, they don't, you can't cheat the position of Peter there and the lighting falling on both of them at the same time and then the, you know, the music swelling and everything and then literally having the water come down on him. You couldn't do that water bit convincingly with just CGI. Exactly. Right? But it is so cool when it happens because you feel he literally, he, he floated right over him. Yes. And, I mean, props to Molina because every once in a while we've caught moments where people look a little uneasy in the harnesses, but I love how in control he looks of his movements, even though he's being moved around by wires and a harness or whatnot, mm-hmm. that he he looks like he's generating the movement, like he's making decisions and, you know, the the way he goes from, you know, sort of scowling at the front and then as if he's standing up straight, you know, the sort of posture you would put on if you were standing up straight in front right. of someone and then looking ahead and sort of gliding away. He pulls all the moves together into one fluid um, performance thing there and that helps sell him. I just, I think it's the best like bit of wire work in the movie. I just love it. I, I also think there's... um. There's an element that I, I almost I kind of miss a little bit. There's a uh, I, I don't know in in modern films, you know, actors are a little more um, well, a lot more comfortable with with working in CG environments, and uh, you know, the people who are making those environments and and filming these mm-hmm. actors are better at explaining what's what's happening and what exactly they need to do, like. You know, you even have those monitors now that do like the sort of like cheap live version of the CG, right. you know, <laughs> that oh, you can yeah. sort of reference at the like at literally happening as you're as like you're working. Previs in the actual yeah, previs right. being footage. put yeah. onto the footage. Like it's a rough draft of it mm-hmm. that right. you can see live on the day. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. And and I think that um, uh, making the actors chase the special effects have actually affected the performance of the special effects because like I look at this and it really just feels like the CG department is is sort of reacting to what Alfred Molina is doing rather than the other way around. around. Yep. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
And, yeah. and it's because they're like, well, we can't explain exactly what we're doing to Alfred Molina. So we're just going to let him perform it how he wants. And then we'll figure it out and, and do it in post. And we'll just That's have a really good the arms, way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. We'll have the arms do things to, uh, to, to, you know, uh, support it. Yeah, to support his performance. But now I think it's the other way around. And now mm-hmm. the, the yes. actors are supporting the CG. And I and I feel like that's a mistake. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, I think that you're getting... And especially since there's... Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're getting, you're getting better performances from your actors this way. And you're getting better performances, more interesting performances out of the CG this way. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I, it's something I, agree I miss as well. a little. And I think also, like, you know, in my opinion, CG works the best where when you don't really notice it. Mm-hmm. And when it's when it's at the forefront, like you're saying, and actors having to work sort of um, for the CG, it's just, again, mm-hmm. it comes back to, for me to that practical CG, you know, divide where it helps to, you know, not have the CG be the focus. Yeah. 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 It's why the those recent Planet of the Apes movies are so good because it's back to this because it's a new technology, that motion capture thing. Ah, yeah. So it's really they just like, great. well, let the actors do what they do and then we'll figure it out in post. And mm-hmm. they do, <laughs> and it's phenomenal, you know? Yeah. And yeah. and I think that's why. It's very good. Very good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so then uh the big moment happens and I like the big moment. That, yeah. Well, I like that he's watching, he's watching Doc Ock kind of march on over to that machine. And he seems <laughs> to like get his, it's almost as if his spider sense goes off. Like yeah. it's telling oh, him like, yeah. like, Hey buddy, you might want to, you might want to turn around. Cause he turned like, I don't know if it's his spider sense or if he's just realizing like, Oh, I'm just standing here without my mask on. And there's someone I know in this room. <laughs> Well, and do you know what's Hey-o. great I think, yeah. about this? <laughs> I don't know. Sequences. I don't know which one it is, but uh, what what I like about the sequence is that it's a testament to really good performances. That is that when you're watching the conversation between Doc Ock and Spider Man, you almost forget about the Mary Jane thing. Yeah, you know, because you're so mm-hmm. invested in the scene. And then when you mm-hmm. see that happen, he turns around. You're like, oh my goodness! Of course, mm-hmm. like, this is the moment. <laughs> you know great. what I mean? I love it. And that's <laughs> what I love about Spider Man too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It it does land a little humorous to me because there is, especially when we're like chopping it up into a minute at a time here, there is an element of like, well, he was already facing that direction earlier when he was like chatting up uh, Doc Ock trying to get him to do things. Oh and my goodness, you're did right. She, did, she not, did she not see any of the previous conversation? Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't she have noticed when he took his mask off earlier? Wouldn't she have heard Otto say the words, Peter Parker, brilliant but lazy oh, no, out loud? No, oh, no, like, not no, over like, all of this chaos that's happening around them. No sure, way. Okay, fair. True, fair, true. That's fair. But yeah. the way I saw it, look, I because, you know, when, when a movie is well made, you kind of have a lot of um, room to think about things and, like, um, actually invent your own headcanon. Interpret. Yeah, interpret things. Totally, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, what I was just thinking is that she was just staring and looking at them talk for, That's what for, I thought for too, the remainder yeah. of the time. Because, I mean, she's in shock in a way, not only with mm-hmm. the Doc Ock stuff, but also realizing uh, They're Peter. talking about, yeah, destroying that big mm-hmm. giant... And Peter Spider-Man, he's right there, and she's, right. she's processing that. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it's, you know... And so once he, you know, once he turns to her, she's like, oh, like... Like, this is the actual moment. Because now she's in it instead of just observing it. Right. Regardless of how much she saw Mm -hmm. before. There's also, um, I'm really sad, actually, that this moment sort of gets cut off between minutes. 
uh, a mm-hmm. little bit because I honestly think, and we've been we've been praising uh, Kirsten Dunst's performance this this whole movie, and um, yeah, I I, I literally think this is the greatest thing. This moment, the the way that she plays this moment is the oh, greatest yeah. performance in this entire trilogy. Um, it, it's real good. It's <laughs> there's so much happening in her head Mm -hmm. and you can read Mm -hmm. all of it on her face where she's just connecting every missing piece that she's been like just totally baffled about this whole time. But so like you see her face transform from like, Oh my God, Peter Spider-Man. Wait, that's why he couldn't come to my play and why he's always been so secretive. And also, Mm -hmm. Oh my God, he's the one who kissed me upside down in that alley. And like all of these things, are just like hitting her all at once and you're just seeing all of it on her face. Yeah. And it's totally. and we're only getting some of it today. Like right. it, it and it still lands that way. You're like, "Oh man." Yeah. Like she, it's so ah. good. Uh Absolutely. And I agree with you guys. I really like the Mary Jane Peter romance story in the films. Mm-hmm. I've heard some people aren't fans of it. I don't know why. I just think it works. I don't see any problems with it. Yeah, I think yeah. it's cute. I, I think it's interesting. I think there's depth to it. Um, and I like also that, you know, especially like, like you're talking about in this sequence is like, they don't have to say anything to each other and you can read them, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. So good. I mean, it's why we talked like last season about the search to find the right two people to build this, this movie around and how it like literally changed their story approach when they decided on Tobey Maguire and and, uh, Kirsten Dunst. And one of the reasons being when they finally like flew out there to do a, uh, a chemistry read with the two of them and they figured out that they played off of each other so well they're like oh we do have a movie thank god um yeah. <laughs> everything all sorts of other things can happen around that but like these two people have to vibe off of each other properly and i'm not mm-hmm. talking about like they have to literally like fall in love with each other for real or something like that i just mean that like you're compatible the way that like i don't know if you're playing tennis with somebody and like you're you're really good at hitting the ball back and forth and you know keeping the energy going or something. I'm doing a lot of tennis metaphors lately on this show. <laughs> tennis is a really like hard the, sport, by the way, in my opinion. It is. Yeah, it's Super tricky. Hard, and if yeah. you have somebody who's not, like, it can really get lopsided if if somebody's not, like, up to your level. And these two are on the right level, and they make interesting things happen between them, That's even true. if it's not, I don't know, there's just something. No, I get you totally. Yeah, so you're saying yeah. that they would be able to pilot a Jaeger together. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying they're drift compatible. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's <laughs> definitely <laughs> drift compatible. Good. Yeah. Which is wonderful. Um, I, I, <laughs> and, I mean, you know, of course, yeah. Alfred Molina's drift compatible with everybody. Uh, he's just, yeah, man. I mean, he's a for charisma me, factory. In Spider-Man 2, one of the reasons why I love this movie is that the payoff is here. And that's what makes me happy. Yeah. Because mm. in Spider-Man 1, you know, it ends on that note where you just go, oh my goodness. It's like, oh. <laughs> you just, you know, you wish that he could say, you know, I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, and you yeah. feel at this very, you know, there's a lot of tension at the end of Spider-Man 1 for me, in a way. Yeah. But I think that what's so great mm-hmm. about Spider-Man 2 is that we finally get to witness this. Because, I mean, that's part of, that's one of the threads in Spider-Man 1 and 2. One of the threads. Nice one, You're waiting you know, this is this is in the background. Well, it's in the foreground too, but it's intertwined. The thread is intertwined, and we mm-hmm. finally get to <laughs> intertwined like a web. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. So that's yeah. that's what I love about this about Sorry. this scene. It makes me happy. It makes then, me happy that they finally can. 
And the music's great too. Um, I was just watching this minute by itself and I was really, I was feeling the emotion, dude. Oh man, yeah. Uh, especially with, yeah. you know, that, that look at with, you know, going back to Doc Ock and Spider-Man as they look at each other. And then, mm-hmm. you, and then the, and it, it has that little Spider-Man motif going on, I think. I, I just oh, watched yeah. it just, I just 10 minutes ago, but like, but then when he looks at Mary Jane and goes into the, like the, 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 the it's just so good. I don't know how to explain this. Yeah. That, that's what's happening. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Inexplicable and Inex- unexplainable. And I heard that Danny Elfman like had a hard time on this. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But it doesn't show. Did you guys talk about uh, that or no? On, it on all show? works where it works. You know, a little bit here and there, but, um, because he doesn't come back for the third one, right, Scott? Right. Uh, Daniel. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he, he mostly just Young. remixed pieces he'd already written for the first one, and then he created the uh, Doc Ock theme, and that's basically it. I was going to say the score between the first and second, um, what, do, what do you guys think? It's similar, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. pretty similar overall. Oh, it's yeah. extraordinarily similar because it's yeah. mostly the same. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. mostly Except the, for the, exactly the Doc same Ock. pieces other than the Doc Ock piece. I love oh, the, right. the villain oh, themes that Elfman oh, writes. Oh. I mean, yeah, they're perfect. Mm-hmm. They're perfect. Green Goblin, perfect. Spider-Man, perfect. Because yep. even his, uh, the the Doc Ock theme, I think the thing that I really like about it is just like the the theme is like dun, 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 dun. And it, it yeah. it's the four feet each taking a step. It's right. dun, 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 dun. And uh, I, it's, bum, I, it's bum, so bum. good. I love, I love, also, I love that practical so... tactile element that uh, mm-hmm. some composers do when they write themes. They, they're like, well, who is this character? All right. Well, he's got four extra arms that he walks around on. So I'll, I'll One, two, three, have four. like four, you know, big notes in this theme. Yeah. And it's, it's great. And it's so great that it yeah. doesn't take itself so seriously. That's why I love it. You know, it's a theme that's like, yeah. ooh, you know, yeah. ooh, bad guy. And that's great. That's it's why good. it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, totally. It's not, you know, trying so hard it to be so... It doesn't have to be... Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, too this, dark. This movie's not afraid to be dorky. And I think that's... Yes, the exactly. One, that's a good word. Like, one of the main strengths here. I, I was just thinking as we were, like, clicking through this minute talking about it that this is kind of a good minute just in isolation to point out why I think Raimi's style works so well for these movies in in that, like at the end of this big reveal, no, I'll do it, and he gets up to go destroy the thing, we will have a moment where just like straight up, we're going to have some dramatic push-ins on people's faces, and we're not going to wink about it. We're just going to be a thousand percent earnest about it, mm-hmm. and it's going to work. Yeah. Because we've been through so much with these two characters through the course of this film, and they're finally sort of actualizing as heroes um well not that not that ock becomes a full hero but that this is he's going to redeem himself yeah mm-hmm. that peter has taught him the lesson that he was taught earlier it's almost and, yeah, yeah. God, sorry i'm so sorry no it's just like that almost, just that we go for it and we feel the emotions and we're not like afraid of them just right. absolutely right yeah and i also like that this sequence is a sort of revival of the true uh dr octavius right mm-hmm. like it's sort of like yeah. he's waking up in this moment right. Because the entire right, movie, he's yeah. sort of been under this, in a way, spell. You're personally wanting to rebuild and finish his project and going to these great, you know, dastardly lengths <laughs> to accomplish <laughs> that. But here we finally get to see him wake up, and uh, it's it's a nice moment, you know, where it's almost like, oh, my goodness, you know, like he realizes everything. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's like getting a friend back or something. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I am really glad that um, this style of uh, music is sort of coming back around again um, with these mm-hmm. movies. I think thanks to composers Good. like like Giacchino and things um, mm-hmm. coming in and, and being like, no, 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 I want to I do an orchestral score and I want it to be fun. And we're just going to take the old Spider-Man TV show theme and I'm going to turn it into an orchestral march and that's what we're <laughs> going to use. Uh, and it's like, I love that. And I'm so glad for that because yeah. I, I was really getting tired of, of like, this villain's theme is scratching a fork in a metal bowl. Um <laughs> 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 it's one note on a violin, but we're gonna like make it all wrongy. Yeah, you know, like yeah, all that stuff. Uh, I, which has its place. Like it's just like that's it. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> like oh, are you uncomfortable? Good, because this villain makes you uncomfortable. Uh, it's like no, yeah, it's the sound. Stop it, it please. <laughs> Nails yeah. on a chalkboard. <laughs> Nails yeah. on a chalkboard. They should record that, Nails on a Chalkboard. That should be some villain's theme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, add a bunch of reverb, you know, these kinds of things. Uh, I'm yeah. sure it's happened at some <laughs> point. Happened. And I'm sure ha- Hans Zimmer got uh, a composer credit for it. Credited. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, this is... Well, we get to I talk guess. about so, a bad... <laughs> we get to talk about a bad score in a couple of movies, so... Uh, oh yeah. yeah! Oh boy! Oh yeah. no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Good. You guys yeah. also agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that uh, wasn't that wasn't. That's the news. That's the news. Thank you. Yeah. Take the words <laughs> out of the mouth. Yeah. Tonight. Uh, so uh, is, the, is the is the Matrix minute still out there in the world, guys? Can people it, listen it, to it? Is. it is. Yeah, you can it? find it. You can listen to Matrix One. It's so weird, like talking about it, because it really has been. Strange, you know, not not doing it because you know you get into this rhythm of doing mm-hmm. it weekly and editing it and processing it and all that stuff and posting it, and then when you stop doing it, you almost feel like, oh yeah, we did that. Yeah, yeah, it, it like, feels like it never happened. It's weird, right? Super <laughs> yeah. Weird. Do you guys ever feel like that with like older seasons and stuff? Oh yeah, I forget that I I hosted th- oh, like over yes. three hundred episodes of Back to the Future because <laughs> exactly. it's just been over for so, so long. So you know, you know. The oh feeling. yeah, that was my it's, show. I did that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to search for a Back to the Future minute, like you did for the Matrix minute, Phil. Yeah, I did. I actually did that, guys. Everybody listening, I just, I honestly had a stupid brain fart, and I thought, "Who's doing Matrix?" Oh, <laughs> really? You thought that? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's something weird. I remember, oh, like, wait. I occasionally get people. It doesn't happen really that much in, anymore. But like last month, uh, because it was so close to where when we wrapped, I would get like stuff like. Oh, congratulations on finishing, you know, the Matrix Minute. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, right. <laughs> That's right. The Matrix Minute. You know, we did that. <laughs> we did. We did. Happy days. Yeah. You can listen to everything there on the Matrix Minute.one. Yeah, it's all there. It's going to be there forever, probably. I mean, hopefully forever. Yeah. As long as it can. Well, everybody, check out the Matrix Minute, and we'll be back tomorrow. In the meantime, if you're on Facebook and you haven't joined the Spider Man Minute Friendly Neighborhood Listener Group, you should do that. Go go join the Facebook group and we will be back tomorrow with minute 112. Bye everybody. Bye.